If it wasn't for me, you'd be in Pelican Bay! I don't know why I said that. I think it's because you said, after all this time, this is what you would do to me. Yeah, because this fucking mic is acting weird. You, you. I don't have nothing in my mind. You sound good, man. You sound, you sound good. You, you. Yeah, this shit is, all right, we just going to deal with it. You, you, you. For the stress part, uh. What? For the stress podcast. podcast. Damn. Say, look, Mike is Mike is acting crazy now. I'm acting crazy, but we gonna power through. Hello, good people. How are you doing? This is the For the Stress podcast. My name is 4KJ. How are you, good folks, doing? I am joined, as always, by El Capitan. What up? Uh, Frankie Meadows in the building. Um, we having slight technical difficulty, but y'all can hear me, and that's all that matters. So fuck it. Uh, church announcements. Follow the show on everything for the stress underscore podcast on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash 4KJ. Follow Frankie on Instagram at Frankie Metals. Follow the dojo at the dojo JC on Instagram. Follow a celestial goddess on IG for your holistic healing. Follow at Ivy's Tico for your herbal needs. Follow the whole crew. Make sure y'all like, rate, review, subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And all that good shit like that there. Now, um, outside of all of the technical shit going on right now, which is... I gotta be honest with you, man. This shit is like... this. Shit, I, I, I feel weird. I know it sounds regular to y'all, but I don't know first world problems i'm assuming so fuck it but how are you bro i'm good man creative you said creative 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 yeah hold on this is okay to watch you vape okay oh all right i started nicking and then uh Yo, you know what? It's a funny... So, I've realized... Because, you know, to all my jewel smokers out there, I know we feel like the jewel is a good thing and we're trying to kick habits, but apparently this shit is worse than cigarettes. Of course. Everything is... Well, it's not worse than... An actual cigarette? Yes. Well, apparently, the FDA is trying to lock, crack down on jewels... I was reading some statistics that, you know, people are more addicted to jewels than cigarettes. So because they found somebody to do what they did better than them, they're hating. And now they're sending the law. (laughs) That's what that sounds like to me in all actuality. So you you, figured out a way to do what we did better. And now (laughs) you you disrespectful. But you know the tobacco companies are not having that shit. Why? First of all. So their their means is saying, hey, you know what? They they're doing worse than what we're doing to you. So but we could come after them. They can't come after us. But I kind of but you know what? I kind of have to agree with them because I didn't smoke cigarettes like that. I had I did. I smoked cigarettes for maybe like. Oh, so I got you. This got you smoking more so, period. Right, because I because I had the big box vape before. And I don't know if I ever told the story 
on here before about why I got rid of the the big box vape that I have. You did it. You didn't. No. So I had a big box vape before. Box for, mods. Yeah. Box mods for my vape smokers. You already know what I'm talking about. For those that don't know. Cloud chasing out here. We're doing all the tricks and all of that shit. If you go on YouTube, check out Vape Cloud Smoking. They the niggas that do all of the tricks with the vape smoking all of that. I was one of those niggas for a long period of my life. So maybe almost a year ago now, I was coming home from work, got pulled over as usual, DWB, and I had my vape in my lap. Now my vape being the size that it is and being all black, the cop, as he walked up to my car, drew his gun on me. He's like, what the fuck is that in your lap? What is that? What is that? I'm like, whoa, 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 bro, whoa, officer, officer, it's, it's a vape. It's a, I look, you can see the glass tip on it. It's a vape. I'm just smoking. He's like, you sure? Officer, it's, it's just a vape. And he looked, and he was like, grab it slowly. So I lift, I grabbed it, lifted it up slowly, showed them it was just a vape. And ain't nothing you can't get on from kill this you shit. With, yeah. And he was like, um, that is gonna get you in a world of hurt. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go get rid of this shit immediately. So as soon as he <laughs> let me go, he let me go with a warning. I went right to the smoke shop and brought a fucking jewel. Bro, I, it was worse for me. I had a, I used to have a holster for mine. What? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait, what? A holster? It was a holster. Like, a holster. Like, one of those, like, you a detective yeah, or a yeah, fucking yeah, action yeah, figure yeah, or some yeah, shit yeah. with the holster? Yeah. They they sold the holster. Why? That's like, <laughs> that's a shoot me accessory. Shoot me, please. Yeah. I don't have it anymore. Yeah, you a wild nigga for that, bro. A fucking holster? See, I don't, like, nah, that's OD. <laughs> that's OD. <laughs> But yeah, but he, uh, you know, yeah, as soon as he let me go, I went right to the smoke shop and I told my man at the smoke shop, listen, I smoke, I, I smoke this big ass vape. I need something that'll do the same thing, just a lot fucking smaller. And he gave me a jewel and I've been smoking a jewel ever since. Because a lot of people had the same complaint. It's too fucking big, too much maintenance. Yeah, too much big, too much. Yeah, and then like you got to clean it, take it. Like I was in there like fucking a scientist taking it out, changing the, the oil, the oil, the, the the coils and all of that other shit like come on man i just want to smoke i don't want to do all of this other shit yeah. well some people yeah, maintenance goes with everything if you shoot guns you got to maintenance maintenance your gun you know if you even have a, a pet you got to maintenance your pet your pet doesn't clean up after himself you know or take care of himself so everything requires maintenance so if you have a habit you gotta have a maintenance for that habit or just buy cigarettes and die yeah that's what i'm trying not to do but so, apparently the FDA is telling niggas that the jewel is worse. They're actually trying to up the, they're trying to stop kids from under, what is it, 21 from buying a jewel? From buying it. Because I guess the 18 year olds are like. It's addicting. Yeah, it's very addicting. Uh, everyone who does it often does it more. And uh, it's very few people catch it and, and start to fall back on the habit because it's marketed. You know, like it's marketable. The, they walk in, you have dozens of logos staring at your face, and they all taste like something. So there's marketing to I, capture you, you and they I, do that very well. You know what I realize about myself? And pause, pause, pause. I have an oral fixation. I actually, I like the act of smoking. I'm not addicted to. Pardon me. I'm not addicted to like nicotine or anything like that. I think I'm more addicted to the act of smoking. Yeah. Rather than 
like I don't get nicotine itches. I get like I need to smoke. Right. Which is weird enough. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, I smoke a cigarette from time to time now because I like to drink and smoke. Like I'm, I want see, this might be a little hypocritical, but I want everybody to stop smoking cigarettes. I do. Like, please. Cigarettes are terrible. Good luck with that. I do, though, People man. Are I do, do it man. everywhere. People I, do I, it everywhere. It's the one thing you could buy in the hood for certain. It's a Lucy, you know? Or whatever they call it nowadays. It's Lucy. Yeah, but they, they, changed, they changed the name because they can't say Lucy anymore. You get fined. Word? When they fucking do Hell that? yeah, because they were hip to it. Like, the, the, bro, this country was built off of three things. Liquor. Racism. Hold up. Liquor. <laughs> Definitely that. But built off of the profit of liquor, mm-hmm. tobacco, mm-hmm. and guns. That's what makes this country money. Liquor, tobacco, and guns. Everything so they capitalize on... That's what they provide. That's the, the main shit off since the beginning, you know? Since, you know, so... They're not fucking around. They don't fuck around. They have police just for that. Just just for that. But you know what? That that must have that. They're a part of the ABC, the people who who make sure that you're not drinking. But so. see, that must have an effect in my area yet, because niggas still go into the store and ask Poppy for Lucy's, and he still gets it. So. Because he sees them every day. That's true too. But when they send a regular like narc or or whatever representative from the the uh, tobacco and firearm and shit you know boom 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 over the door ATF yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> shout out to X <laughs> right no he... I do I, but I do I really really want like scared my dog oh I'm sorry, <laughs> cause Kevin. I hit him with the no I did it oh. when I when I would talk like DMX oh <laughs> he was like what the fuck <laughs> nigga throws another dog in front <laughs> no but I really do want people to stop smoking cigarettes I know that might be a lofty goal but it's just your breath stinks Everybody that I see smoking a cigarette, I be like, yo, I try to shame them into not smoking cigarettes, but they just tell me get the fuck out their face, which, you know, is fair. But, you know. You want my spiritual opinion? Let me hear, of course. I always want the spiritual opinion. Okay, spiritual opinion, yin and yang, fire and water in this case. Okay. Yin and yang is duality of everything, up, down, Life is about balance. Yes. But there's a contrast to the balance. The balance of what? The balance of all two things there's okay. two things of everything so the balance of whatever two things means overall balance so fire is combustion that's fire from the yin and yang the mm-hmm. water and, and and fire so combustion goes down the esophagus into the lungs and tobacco itself is a natural substance mm-hmm. this comes from the earth so people have been smoking it for years and they never had cancer problems. They never had problems with cancer. Mm-hmm. Why the why the problem now? Because tobacco companies want to make money mm-hmm. because of greed. Mm-hmm. And so they put things that they shouldn't in tobacco to make it more addicting. Nicotine and all that other shit. Right. So you're smoking something natural that is now made is Rat now poison. unnatural. Yeah, it's not it's it's unnatural. So now you're smoking it and it's also enhancing the effects, so now you smoke it all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, now the opposite with vape vape is water water vapor mm-hmm. right so now too much of any one thing is bad for you right. 
having too much moisture in your lungs can destroy you in an entirely different way. And the fact that it's easier to do indoors means you will do it more so. That's an absolute fact. So now you have, it, it weighs too much. The, the water side is just as dangerous because you're doing it doubly as much because there's no restriction from not being able to do it indoors anywhere. So you can't do it in a restaurant. You can't do it in front of people too close. So you have to find an area far away to do it. But you can when do you it, wait, you just can't get caught. Well, who's not going to smell a cigarette in the room where, I mean, well, where it's not I mean, supposed well, I, to? Obviously. You're obviously, speaking about yeah. you're speaking about vaping. Yeah. Yes, vaping is vaping more so, so you're going to vape more cuz you know you could get away mm -hmm. with it. It's not an unpleasant smell. Uh so even though there are certain advantages like health-wise like uh that you your your cologne is going to last all day. Yeah. If you vape, it doesn't stink, right? And uh it doesn't bother people. However, that uh cloud of smoke is annoying. Yeah. So uh you know, people who vape too much, who fill up the room. Yeah, that shit's aggy. It's very irritating. You know, you block vision, you know. Uh, so the smaller ones, people, it'd be wise to get the smaller ones. However, when you get them smaller now, the vape is is stronger mm -hmm. because it's smaller, so it has to hit you. So uh, learn, learn well what you're doing. Don't just do it because you were sold on it. Because if you have to be sold on it, this is a bullshit to it. Everything has bullshit. You know, you eat red meat, that's bullshit. So we can't judge people too hard. If you want to quit smoking and you feel like people should quit smoking, then people should stop eating red meat. Then people should stop drinking milk. Then people no, should I mean, stop. I'm not... I doubt, me wanting people not to smoke cigarettes, it wasn't me on a high horse. It's just, I see so... I'm I not see, saying you're on a high horse. I'm saying it is as detrimental. Right, and I just see it like... I see I see so many apparent negative effects from smoking cigarettes mm. like even though the effects from vaping might be a little prolonged they might be a little more subtle than like cigarette smoking I'm not saying vaping is good either but for but like I guess I guess pick your poison is kind of the point I'm getting to nothing should be in your lungs but air but and weed smoke weed smoke too air and weed smoke Weed is natural, it's from the earth. God put this here for me and for you. So, however, if you smoke a lot of backwoods and dutches and all that stuff, this is why just you should smoke paper. papers. Yeah, we're we're heavy paper advocates. Yeah, I won't turn down a backwood though. I'm mm -mm. I'm gonna take that. <laughs> I'm gonna take that and I'm gonna smoke that. Yo, like, you I know like what? To this, taste is, this, this is a funny conversation because this is um. Get, this is kind of staring at what I wanted to talk to about corporate life. Now, full disclosure, I got a new job. Congratulations. Thank you, good brother. I started this. I've been at this new position for like maybe two months, month and some change. I don't know. Who cares about the specifics? The point being that I've realized that one, in relation to our smoking conversation, Everybody either uses a jewel, smoke cigarettes, or they keep a weed pen on them at all times in corporate life. In, in conjunction with that, I also realized that I don't know how to code switch. And I came to this realization dealing with people in my office. Like, I don't. Like usually, you know, for those who don't know, if for my non-black, non-people of color listeners, 
Code switching is when you take a minority who's come from a particularly urban environment, who has a certain diction, who talks in a certain manner, uses certain tones and phrases and whatever the case may be, but they get into an office setting and it's more tailored to be more professional, more pleasant. Cheerio. Yeah, more yeah. like, you know, hey, how you doing, Bob? I'm da da da. You know what I mean? So I realized that I don't have that in me. I thought I had it. Like, you know, I could have conversations with people. I could, you know, we talk intellectual shit all day. But my issue that I've come to notice is that when I engage with, like, you know, certain managers, certain higher ups, my, for lack of a better word, urban tone still is prevalent in the conversation so i still talk with certain mannerisms like i'm on the street yo yeah like like it's not crazy to where i look ignorant <laughs> that's funny you say that and continue i want to right wanna but so it's too. it's not like crazy to where they looking at me like yo this nigga's ignorant but because of like how i look because of my demeanor i look like i look how i sound so dealing with the other blacks in the office they're not really from the same environment that i'm from so to speak and they talk with a more hey how you doing like it was more mellow more docile soft, more soft tone. yeah soft i wasn't trying to say soft but it's yeah it's a soft tone it's a soft tone and it made me second guess myself because it's like well what the fuck am i am i too aggressive because you because you know like we talk like how we talk to each other is like aggressive. What's up, nigga? Yeah, like what's popping, <laughs> motherfucker? Like you bitch ass nigga. Like we talk like we're aggressive towards each other. But it's regular. Like it don't really mean anything. But I realize if you take that tone to a corporate setting, someone's liable to call HR on you. And now I'm trying to catch myself when I'm in like meetings or when I'm talking to certain higher ups because I don't want to give off the impression that I'm this overly aggressive hood nigga in the office and I didn't realize this was such a struggle until this very moment mm. so I'm kind of like that code switching that code switching conversation is always interesting to me because I always looked at it like man you like be yourself you don't gotta so, dig like, like why sell out yeah like why sell out why you gotta you know tailor yourself to fit these people's needs well I feel like nobody should have judgment on another person's expression you know like how you choose to express yourself you have your reasons so why should you even explain how you express or why you express yourself right. if you feel like you need to address someone with a certain tone right that's your that's totally your choice and nobody that's what makes you you true you know? but in corporate life I've realized that they could hold that against you they can now the story that I wanted to tell you is I got a friend of mine his name is Quan. he lives around here mm -hmm. I grew up with him and he, we had a session recently, and he said that he he got let go from a spot because he talked too hood for these white people. Right? See, you see what I'm saying? You see, that's that's what I was getting to. Like, so so many words. He works like doing security or something. So he was had to stop somebody from uh, walking somewhere. Like mm -hmm. they were going somewhere they weren't supposed to, like they weren't allowed to. Mm -hmm. And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, see, can't go there." Yeah, see, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And see, and that's and that's kind of like. I don't take it that far, but it's like they already 
are I already kind of see the eyes looking at me because for one I have locks which is like I'm one of the is maybe I'm one of three people in my entire office who have locks I have very visible tattoos if I'm wearing like a short sleeve shirt or something you can my tattoos are it's shocking to see your presence because of these people right so and then it's like these people aren't like I said a lot of these people aren't from the environment that I'm from so to them I'm automatically stereotyped as the hood guy and it's like I'm not the hood guy because I'm just as intelligent and just as educated as you are it's easy for people to label you right and it's like now that I have to kind of pay more attention to my tone and my aggression I feel like like you were saying like am I selling out it is making me feel weird as fuck you should that's just kind of overthinking it's overthinking uh whether you if you decide that what is best is to use a tone that's your choice of expression with another individual and you should just and you should just uh be free and do it you know, right a but reason it, you it, do it it wasn't me like it's not me making a conscious choice it's just it's what comes natural to me that's my a choice t- yeah, yeah my tone is you, just you, natural yeah you choose now you're reflecting on it and saying why do i do it you're overthinking as to you right, gotta trust okay. your instinct yeah you trust your instinct because i'm certain that if this guy knew that it was going to cost him his job he would have he would have went up to the guy and said excuse me sir you're not allowed to go back there very sorry but you know it doesn't matter you faking the funk right uh it's it's you're only there because of a job anyway right so uh if you're not hip to it i feel like i feel sorry for you Mm. you know because that would occur to you if i feel sorry for you that you didn't you were not wiser to see that some people don't see it right you know they don't see it and it's not their fault to see it sometimes the uh and that also brings the question where are you working i mean for me i'm working without you know giving too many details i work you know in a the i work in the financial section of the city Mm. so i deal with like you know people who have money people who come from money people with like trust funds and shit like that people who have you know who have seen who have lived in the same city as as us but have a completely different experience right so i think it's more like of a culture shock Mm -hmm. than anything it is because it's a collective right. world and you're entering it and it's it's foreign right. to you. So you don't know how you should come off. Right. Uh, you're susceptible to people judging you. Right. Or, you know, so fuck them. Right. And that's what, the, and that's kind of like all of them. If you feel like you have to be <laughs> any other way other than you, then it's fuck you. Now, right. But, but see, that's my natural disposition to be like, yo, suck my dick. But I'm not trying to be that but you, way. But there's no, you could say that without saying that. Right, so your your actions don't have you don't have to actually take the action of saying yo fuck you, right? You could take the action of saying, okay, I don't fuck with you either, but I'm still here for something, and you're gonna give it to me. That's true. So, That's true. You know, uh, compromise, and you, you understand if you want the opportunity, you're gonna play the role and compromise your your integrity, right? Mm-hmm. That's the, what it's what it feels like. Right. You're compromising your integrity, but you know that without compromising your integrity, you're not going to get what you need. 
Right, and that's kind of so what... So it's worth it. Right, and that's kind of what, like, an older black gentleman at my job told me, because I kind of brought this point up to him, because it's not like a lot of us in our office, and by a lot of us, I mean black men who are from a certain environment, and I kind of asked him the same thing I'm asking you, and he was just like, very plainly, he's like, you, you in this arena you kind of have to play the game with these white folks to a degree like you don't have to all the way be you know some and why do you have to talk to these white folk go yo what's up dog yeah, why why do you have to address them right I, like no, you I would address no, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not that fucking ignorant like i right. wouldn't walk up like yo what's up bro like i wouldn't english we all speak english here. Mm-hmm. that's the thing we all speak english no here, I'm, here's I'm, a here's some key term here's the key rules if you're from the hood and you're walking into J.P. Morgan for a job. Don't use any slang. Of uh, yeah, un numero uno. Keep your sentences brief and say what you want. Okay. Very, very simple. Right. If what is asked of you, you don't understand, the job ain't for you. Mm. Very simple. All right. Very. That's the truth. You know, just because you're from the hood doesn't mean. You're stupid. We we all speak English, so it's about being selective but you, about what you choose to reveal you know about that's, yourself. That's the that's the light that they paint us in because they, like you said, they label us from as a certain type of thing. They automatically think, okay, this guy is stupid because he talks a certain way, he he looks a certain way, and yeah, it's bullshit because it's judging and and it's assumptions and it's. But they can't judge it until you've said it and proved it. Right, but people no, that. Mm. Let me you cannot. That. You can't be. Someone could think you're stupid, and they're gonna search to see if you are. Mm-hmm. They're gonna wait until you say something stupid. So if you don't give them anything, they can't call you stupid. At the end of the day, you're just representing yourself how you are. So if you say, "I'm here for a job," mm-hmm. English, "I'm here for a job." No, well, I, I, I think. What from... experience do you have? I've worked here, here, and here. Right. Uh, can you do this, this, and this? Yes, I can. Yes, or I could learn. All right. We're looking for somebody who's eager, depending on, because it's all about body language. So right. when we say they, I understand what, you, what you're referring to. Right. But if you're not physically in that room, you will never know. Yeah, and I think, and I think f- me being in these rooms, dealing with these people who aren't from my particular environment who have completely different life experiences than I do I've learned well more now than ever to just be observant to just shut the fuck up and listen right because it's I've I've in these being acclimated to this environment like I've been watching everything watching how people move watching how people interact with each other so I so I'm not I'm aware enough to know not to say certain shit to certain people and who to say certain things to but at the same time i understand like you're saying how my body language comes off sometimes and how my addiction if, if i'm if someone overhears me talking to someone else in a more what's the word comfortable tone how it would make them look at me but that's why it's kind of making me consider like do i need to learn how to code switch not to appease them but to kind of protect myself, so to speak, because so what uh what codes would you say you switch during your your addiction? I mean, I I I 
what I have been doing, I kind of limit the level of my aggression. Because if I'm like, you know, if I'm talking to you, if I'm talking to like one of my homies or something, it's, it's comfortable. Right. We, and then just as men. Black people are loud. Yeah, we, we loud. Spanish people are loud. Yeah, we all have that. Yeah, we have that so level of white aggression. So white people are like, regular. yeah, white people are like, why are you right. so loud? So look, I, I gave you a perfect example, right? So I was in a training portion of my current job, right? And um, we weren't being tended to as far as, you know, the trainees wasn't talking to us. We were just kind of left to kind of fend with ourselves. And I kind of felt the way about it. So I said, hey, I said, look, we've been sitting here for two hours. Nobody said anything to us. And the white people in my area kind of sat back and was like, oh, wow. And I'm just looking at it like, why? Two hours is a long ass time. No, it is. And I felt the way. So, but they were looking at me like, oh, shit. Mm. And I'm looking at them like, what the fuck are y'all so up in arms about? Like, I'm this is regular degular. Like, y'all looking at me like I just pulled the gun on y'all. Right. And that that made it very apparent to me that, okay, my tonality is extremely different than anything that, that y'all are used to. And because niggas will call HR on you quick, I was just like, I got to check my level of aggression. Like, so because, you don't come off menacing because right. obviously they're interpreting right. Cause what's I'm, going on right. with their own overthinking. Like, right. like, oh my God, they are offended. They're about to. Right. And, they, I'm, and then they and I, see every meme and exactly. everything they see on the every internet. Every stereotype, every Boys right. in the Hood movie, like all of that shit. Mm-hmm. And I know our, I'm already forward. Like, I'm reserved, but when you ask me something, if I'm engaged in a conversation with you, I'm forward. And that made me realize that everyone is not, you know, used to that level of forwardness or that level of aggression. So to protect myself, like I said, to not get into no shit with anybody so they won't take it any wrong way and be like, yeah, he was over there talking crazy like he's about to shoot up the place. I just kind of check my level of aggression. So that's what that's what I think my code switching is. Well, what I'm learning, my code switching is just kind of checking my level of aggression so it can't even be taken the wrong way. And I think that's for me, that's like <laughs> that's the best I can do for right now. Like, I'm not going to switch up my vocabulary. I'm not going to talk with all of these SAT words and all these shits and all this fucking multi-syllable words. Like, that's not. That's not what I do. Like I'm not. That's, There's no need for that. That's right. extra. Now that's you, extra. now you being. Nah, extra. I'm not going to stretch. Just be it. simple. Yeah, I'm not going. It's stretch already. It. It's already a world you're unfamiliar with. So keep it simple, and that's a rule of thumb for anything you do. Whenever you're entering in a world that you're unfamiliar with, stick to what you know about it. So if you don't know how to play the drums, you know the kick and you know the snare. Right. Guaranteed, you'll be able to get a boom, boom, tap. Yeah, in, you can get something in going. no time. Yeah, keep it, keep it simple. And uh, you f- so if somebody says, yo, you play the drums and to look cool, you said, yeah. And they're like, well, play. Keep it simple. Because if you start trying to do extra shit, they're going to know. You oh, yeah. definitely don't yeah, know don't, what don't you're go, doing. Yeah, don't, don't, don't talk beyond your means. Uh-huh. People live beyond their means, mm-hmm. but don't talk or act beyond your means. So that, that really... I probably adjust it more as I move forward. But I think that... I think for me, it was really like the culture shock. Because I come from, I came from my previous job. Like I, first and foremost, I worked by myself. I was in an environment where people looked and talked like me, so I didn't have to worry about how my tone or my aggression would 
uh, would be perceived to people. But now that I'm in on the, now that I'm in the complete other end of the spectrum, like all of these things are becoming apparent to me that I had to, that I wasn't aware of years ago. Right. So it's just like, yeah, it's it's, it's this transitional period that I'm in with this fucking place is is it's weird, but it's, I think it's necessary. I think it's necessary. That doesn't make you who you are. So oh, no, don't don't feel not. don't feel bad because the only person who's gonna know about it is you and that person. You know, it's like uh, you know being in another island with, and then you know you with a chick and you're like, hey, ain't nobody gonna know what's gonna happen out here, right? <laughs> so you know, it's the same thing. You do what you got to do to survive. That's called to the ability to adapt, and that's human nature, and that's the truth. How to adapt. How to adapt, and you know, don't don't limit yourself because then that's a level of pride. Mm-hmm. Getting on top of you for doing something that you know you need to do to get forward, you know, and who you are when you move forward will be better than who you were yesterday, anyway. Right, and I think it's good, especially for like. I didn't realize how many black professionals or how many professionals of color, whether it's Spanish, I'm gonna say just really Spanish and black because. I love y'all, but like the Middle Easterners don't deal with this shit because they automatically lean into the, the whitewash section. The Asians do the same shit. So it's really just our two minority groups that have to deal with our, with, what's the word I'm looking for? Toning down our cultural, our natural cultural dispositions. Like you said, we're loud, we're aggressive, we like to commune, we like to laugh and all of that shit. But, and some people don't understand that right. level of of uh, camaraderie. Right. That's all that is, is right. camaraderie. They see it as menacing. They right. see it as uh, threatening. You know, they see it as inconsiderate. They see it as those things. But it's like, yo, we're sharing the same space and I'm just being me. Right. Right. We can't. So what that means is that they cannot coexist. Right. That's, I, f- I feel like that's it shouldn't be that way it shouldn't be that way but I know it's that it, way it, it's, it, they can coexist because they're not fighting right they're not fighting they're coexisting but it, there's judgment behind it right you know things are manifesting now let's say they started to come over to the table and start chilling with them and asking them questions and they're like oh these are good people what do you do you destroy an enemy by making them your friend mm-hmm. so not every one of the things about human understanding and self-awareness is that not everyone is you not everyone is going to feel like you uh-huh. no not everyone is going to think like you we have diversity every which direction in personality and race uh-huh. but we're all human beings so we have that in common with one another and we can't assume that certain people are comfortable with things that are outside of the norm right and when we see that it's about having not consideration that's not the word i'm looking for but understanding because we don't know that where they came from we don't know we don't know how they were raised we don't know we don't know why they're flinching we don't know why they're looking in in your direction they could have a problem with their nerves and uh-huh. people that are loud just make them nervous that's no discrimination uh-huh. that's just the circumstance the science you know and, and i think it's it's and it's funny that if you take like niggas off the street and you put them in corporate environments like 
we automatically have this level of like paranoia or anxiety because it's, we're walking around like, yo, is this person looking at me? Are they judging me? Do they think I'm too crazy? Do right. they think I'm too right. good? And, and yo, honestly, it's a level of responsibility on us that when people see us in that way, that we go above and beyond our means to change their mind, however possible. Right. Because that's that's destroying the programming in their head. Right. It's because, destroying the picture that they see. Right. Least. Because in the next meeting they may have with someone else of that eth- of either ethnicity or outside of their world of, mm-hmm. of race, they'll they'll be more open minded, more understanding because you taught them. Right. And they won't forget this through experience. You know, this is what I mean by saying almost a fuck you in an action. Oh, you thought I was this? Well, I'm this. I proved you wrong. That's the biggest fuck you you could give somebody That's without saying it. That's a fact. Being right in your actions. So uh, when it comes to race, I think it's a responsibility on all of our parts not to not to use it as an argument so immediately. Like, we can't always assume, like, for example, if the person did have, like, issues with their nerves and you were, now you're judging. Uh-huh. Now you're judging because you're saying, oh, those people don't like me because I'm this. And right. it's not even that, you know. Uh, it's something completely different that has right. nothing to do with you, right. actually. Right. But in your world, that's yeah. what it is. Right. And in, the, in reality, that's not what it is. So you're the delusional one in that case. Now, if they are being judgmental, then they're the ones in the illusion and they can stay there. If you choose to be, if you feel like you feel so inclined to prove the wrong and show kindness, however, however it may be, you know, because people who are racist usually avoid eye contact. That's true. They don't want to even acknowledge you. And and you know what? And I think I haven't reached that for me personally. I haven't reached that level of discernment yet to figure out whether or not this person is just have their own shit going on or they on some real bullshit have you ever seen the movie crash crash is a good fucking movie perfect example perfect example the movie crash is a good example because it was racism on both sides and in the end it turned out horrible just miscommunication yeah it turned out horrible and it was all the the lack of Mm -hmm. open heartedness because nobody Nobody wanted to understand the other side. Everybody was too locked into their position. Right. So I could see that. I could see how I could see how I would be locked into my own preconceived notions about other races or other ethnicity. Whatever, nigga. You know what I'm talking about. The but, point, yeah. The point is that we're all racist. We're all fair. a little racist. That's fair. Admitting it is part of the solution, because in the hood. Blacks and Latinos, in my experience, were the same. Yeah, absolutely. Right? In my experience. I don't know about Chicago. I don't know about down south. No, but right here, though. But yeah. right here, though. Yeah. Blacks and Latinos are the same. Yeah. You when just, the cops y'all speak Spanish and we don't. Yeah, we speak Spanish and we teach you Spanish. Oh, yeah. Dímelo. We teach you mad shit. Yeah. So you, there's there's exchange of knowledge. Right. Right? Th- where, where the poppy might be putting you on game and the other way around. Right? But at the end of the day, we were all openly racist. We were openly racist. Like, we would be sitting amongst each other with the Jamaicans over there, and mm-hmm. we'd be clowning the Jamaican. Mm-hmm. And then the Jamaican quick to be like, oh, you ain't black like me, you know? And right, then right, oh, right. this, that. And then we sitting there, and we're like, oh, you 
your bloods and your blood money yeah, and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, you fucking poppies and your modelos yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. We clown each other. <laughs> the racism <laughs> is out. And this is during a barbecue. No, this is where I'm from. Yeah, that's regular, though. That's regular. And it's all peace and love. It's all peace and love. But uh, the only thing I could say, you know, in my city, it's not really ever... I, in my city, I never really... Back in the day, maybe it was like a lot of Latinos versus this, but that was really just like a, a influx of immigration mm -hmm. mixed with Dominicans that have been here, mixed with Puerto Ricans. It was just like a, a complete blend. And also gangs. Yeah, gangs had a big part Gangs played the vibe. I think That's the only... The only racist incident that I've had in Jersey City is when I was in high school. I was a freshman in high school, and this Dominican kid um, called me a nigger, and he spit on me, and we mm. fought after that. Good for you. And then after that, it was all love because, you know, he was like... But he's black, too. He just wanted to say that because he knew that would piss right, you off. Right, but he was one of the light-skinned Dominicans, and he just thought he was like... And he was just mad because you fucked this bitch. Probably. I don't know if I did. I can't remember. But it was like, that was the only incident. Oh, my bad. I, that was the only incident that I can remember having in Jersey City. Any other racist incidences or any racist, semi-racist microaggressions were all outside of Jersey City dealing with white people. So I will attest to that, that Jersey City is not inherently racist because, it's, first of all, it's too many different, or too much of a fucking melting pot for all of us here to be racist like and our cultures are too close to each other to not know about each other like it's portions of like if for those who are not familiar with jersey city there's portions of jersey city where the filipinos mix with the blacks where the spanish mix with the middle eastern like there's pockets of jersey city where all of these cultures blend together mm -hmm. So where it makes it really hard to not see someone from a different race and interact with them, which I love Jersey City for. But yeah, that. that but it's hood out here, too. You oh, no, it's hood as fuck it's, out it's here. It's hood as fuck. You know, you're not going to you're going to see all types of shit. I remember when I was on uh, when, when I was on MLK and I was walking the light rail to the to, from the light rail stop to uh, Grant and Myrtle. Every day I would walk there and I'd be going about my business. I saw the same people over and over every day. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I saw different versions of certain people depending right. on the type of day, the type of the type of time I saw them on. Right. But I'm, I'll never forget this. There was this one dude who, who had shades on. He was bald. He was on MLK and I was walking up MLK. And I was dressed because I'm aware of how I look. Right. And I'm in a peculiar situation, right, when it comes to how I look and how people perceive me because when i'm in bayonne i don't fit right uh right. if i walk into a store and there's an old lady there she's definitely grabbing her kid closer right. to her because you look right. like a thug too. i look like a thug right exactly i look like a i look like the plug mm -hmm. and i look like a thug yeah but then when i'm in the hood poppy metals right <laughs> el capitan <laughs> but then when um but then when i'm in the hood i look like a cop right so I'm like Mr. Fucking 305, Mr. Worldwide over here. I'm too I'm too Spanish for 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 the black music and I'm too black for the Spanish music. So I'm in I'm in my lane of my own. That's funny as fuck because I remember I remember meeting you and you'd be dressed to impress and you just stick out like a sore thumb in the fucking hood because you'd be wearing like a peak coat, a dress shirt, some fucking slacks and shoes and. 
niggas don't know you one of the most gangster niggas out there. I'm doing my business, handling my business, cause that's and that was another. Uh, that's so anyway, funny as fuck. So I was walking preppy up uh oh, like that. Man. I'm glad you said it. I'm walking preppy. That's funny as fuck. And I got the tats showing, so I'm yeah. giving mixed signals. Right. right? Preppy, but we got the test. Yeah. Oh, this guy's either on parole, they're going to see a CO or right, something. Right, right, right. <laughs> no, I, 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 I go through the same thing because, yeah. you know, people see me and they automatically think like, my 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 look is a hood nigga because I have dreads and shit. I like fitteds. I I look like a regular right, right. regular hood nigga. And then you talk to me and you realize, oh, he got a little smarts about him. Like, is this nigga like? Is he a nerd or some shit? Like so, people. I I give mixed people. You, you understand being in the middle of those worlds, right. right? So it's 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 people. But intellect is not a. Is, so if you believe that intellect only resides in a certain race, then that makes you a racist. That's true. Point blank. Period. That's true. If you feel like a person is incapable of intellect and you're surprised, well, first off, that's a big fuck you to you. That's a huge fuck you. Right, because you underestimated someone and it and it sounded open, but um. Yeah, man, th this dude, I was walking up, he saw the tattoo, and he was like, I'll fuck you up. <laughs> and I stopped and stared at him, and he was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do it. Walking walk the line, baby. <laughs> walking the fucking line. Uh, he said, I'll fuck you up. But then he realized, like, oh, shit, I might have fucked up. Yeah, I stopped and stared at him, like, and he was like, I'm sorry, and kept him moving. But no, um yeah no. you know you you gotta you adapt you adapt yeah that's 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 like um that's my that's been my phrase since I've been indoctrinated into this new environment like I just gotta learn how to adapt and just deal with have fun with it no I I am don't I be am. don't be a clown but well, I'm not gonna come on now I'm not but, gonna be but, a fucking clown yeah yeah clown. no that's all I'm saying is like you don't it's, you know you don't have to clown to do it that's oh, the no. whole thing. You could just uh, express, learn a new way of expressing yourself because it's gonna, you you might have to carry this on for a while, you know, throughout your life. It might evolve into politics. It might evolve into a lot because you, in politics, you may not be able to convey the same message without the right diction. So and, and you know, and you know what's funny? Uh, people who know me always tell me that I should be involved in politics, and I always like tell them fuck out of here because it's like. I like too much bullshit to to even be a politician. Like I like too much bad shit. Mm. I like weed. I like strippers. I like strippers. Come on. I like fucking. You, you think you think these politicians ain't? No, I know that. But sniffing see, coke not, and I'm going not, to the strip clubs. Bro, thank you for saying that. Yo, <laughs> listen to all my corporate people out there. Why y'all sniff so much coke? <laughs> I thought this shit was like a movie, bro. Like I thought it no. was just I thought that was shit was I thought that was like only shit that you saw in movies, but these motherfuckers really sniff coke like that. Like on some Wolf of Wall Street, I get my lunch break, I'm doing an A ball and then coming back to work. Like that shit. Wolf was, of Wall Street was built off of a true story. Bro, too. I didn't know, man. I didn't know. Yeah. So this is like a whole new world that I'm being um that I'm gaining access to and this shit is like I only, I only thought this shit was in TV dramas. Like y'all really sniffing coke during lunch, going to get drunk and then coming back. Like I didn't know. Like y'all motherfuckers is wild, but yeah, man. Shout out to corporate life. Shout out to everybody out there cold switching. Like it's it's for me that I've learned that this shit is a fucking process and how to adapt this first and foremost. So shout out to all my corporate people. We out here moving and grooving, but uh, speaking of corporate. 
Did you hear about uh, Netflix losing the office? They lost it. It's not a set of fucking car keys. What happened? They lost the rights to the office. Where they? Well, where is it? It's going to the NBC. It's going <laughs> to the the NBC streaming site. Oh, see. They lost word. it because before a couple of months ago, Netflix said no, we'll have, um, the office. It'll be streamed on Netflix until like 2021, 2022, some shit like that. Mm. And then NBC came out and was like, nah, fam. By the end, by 20, by, <laughs> these motherfuckers said, by December 31st of this year, mm. the office will be off of Netflix. Jeez. And enjoy it now while it lasts. Like, and it made, and it made me like, I'm very interested in like the streaming wars. Mm. Because for one, how, I don't I don't know. Because TV is essentially dead, right? Is that fair to say TV's dead? TV is not dead. I would say TV's dead. Because, I mean the regular f- format of TV as cable? far as cable. Oh, that's more specific. Let me be more specific. Cable is dead, right? So now a lot of these companies are transitioning into streaming platforms because they I think they're understanding that the market is calling for like people want to make their own choices like i have um streaming services like i don't have i got rid of cable because that shit was wild expensive Mm. but i have certain streaming channels that i use for the shows that i like and looking at this netflix situation it made me think of like niggas really got tired of netflix running the block because you know Netflix was king for a long time. long time. They had all of the content, all of your favorite shows. They had a big variety it, of uh, stuff yeah. to watch, so they could pull in a huge market. Right. Anime lovers, right? People who loved weird movies, right. foreign movies. Right. They had it all. Had right. It. And I think now that, because you know, pardon me, Netflix just lost all of the rights to Marvel. They got all of them shows out of there. D- Daredevil's gone. Jessica Jones is gone. Luke Ouch. Cage is gone. Because Disney's starting their own streaming service. So they're pulling all of those shows off of Netflix. Now NBC is pulling... I got the juice now. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like some drug dealer <laughs> shit where it's like, nah, bro. Like, I'm black. I'm back to take the block. So now NBC is taking the office. There's no, it's no telling what else they'll take. And I'm thinking, like, they really trying to bleed Netflix out. Because if these other companies really wanted to be on some gangster shit... They could just pull the rest of their content off of Netflix Netflix and put it out themselves. Right. And put it out themselves on a streaming site and just leave Netflix out to dry. But then it makes me wonder, are we really going to like I love The Office. The Office is one of my favorite shows. Right. But I don't see myself paying an NBC streaming service for one fucking show. Like I'm on some shit where I'll just wait till they pirate it on Firestick and then I'll watch it there. But I'm more curious to see how Netflix responds to this because like I'm a I'm, I'm low key um interested in the tech world and all of that shit and just to see how they move. But for them to take the office like that and kind of say fuck you to Netflix. I, I'm 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 curious to see how confident they are in their ability to draw a crowd like that. I'm curious to know because, you know, they canceled the office. Netflix picked it up. It thrived on Netflix. Mm. It became, it's, 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 I think it's 
Yeah, it is the biggest show on Netflix as far as ratings. I think mm-hmm. it's Netflix, Friends, Parks and Rec, and then some other shit. So to pull that off of Netflix and to think that that I don't know if that same audience will gravitate to an NBC streaming service because it's like I got to pay four different streaming services to watch one show that I like. Like I like 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 I'm I gotta pay NBC if I want to watch The Office. I gotta pay HBO if I want to watch something on there. I gotta pay Stars <laughs> if I want to watch something on there. If you watch an anime, you pay Hulu. You pay Hulu <laughs> for that. If you got kids, you gotta pay fucking for Nick Jr. or some shit on another shit. So I'm curious to see how they think the consumer world is gonna pay for all of these different streaming services because if you really think about it. Let's say you watch five different shows on five different networks. So you got to pay, what, five different streaming subscriptions? You might as well just pay for cable. They what? Streaming services, what, $10 a pop, some shit like that? $12 a pop? I don't believe cable is dying because of the statistic of, like, people who are poor. I don't believe that people who are poor have like easy streaming ability because any laptop is expensive. That's true. Any uh, or a PlayStation is probably in your kid's room and not in the living room. Mm-hmm. Uh, so therefore, to get any media or any entertainment without having the four walls and the art, you need a TV. And I believe that even though statistically it's made aware that a lot of people use Netflix or streaming services mm-hmm. because it's common where we fall under that category. Mm-hmm. There are still many more people that can't afford a streaming, a, you know, a way to stream or be hip to hip to it, you know, or have someone that's hip to it. And, and I think, but see, the, the reason I'm saying cable is dying because I'm, I maybe it's my own circle that I talk to. So I may be a little biased on this, right? But, I'm seeing more people pull it away from cable, but these in response, these cable companies are are kind of cornering people into these deals where it's like, oh, you want to get rid of cable, but you need the internet. So to get the internet, you're gonna have to pay for some cable. So they're kind of boxing people into handcuffing handcuffing them to some form of cable, like. But I, I feel like I still feel like that shit is like it's not dying rapidly, but I still feel like that shit is dying. I don't I don't see, I don't see it lasting, bro. I don't see it lasting. I don't see cable last. I give cable. I t- feel like there's nothing valuable on cable. It's just programming. It's that's what that's what I'm saying. I give cable. I, I'll, I'll give cable like five to seven years. But a lot of people still rely on that. A lot of people still rely on the news. They can't like people who watch the news are obsessively watching the news because it's like a cigarette. It's just as addicting. You know, it tells you what's going on in the world outside right. of your room. Right. But I'm addicted to the news and I don't watch the I don't watch television for my news. I was OK. I, this is me. But I usually read all of my news. Mm. Like if they if I had to start paying for like. News websites, mm. then I'll be fucked. Mm. Because that's how you use it off your phone. I use it off my phone. So all of all of the news websites that I read every day, every morning, like the fucking newspaper, 
that's where I get all my information. But I could see how like older people, the grandmas, yeah, the moms, like, yeah, that, my, yeah, like yeah, my grandmother, she still got Direct TV. Like she still watches all of her shows and right. her stories and shit off of cable. But I'm getting her hip to the fucking streaming shit. You're getting her hip, right? Yeah, me. So she I'm has a plug. Hip. Not everybody has a plug. Some people are just like you know the the t I get the TV I turn the TV you go to a hotel you turn the TV it got cable because yeah, I think I think that's what's just what's natural right if I, all I, streaming services failed which it could happen all it needs to do is for like Netflix to crash somebody to blow up their their mainframe and now there's I think no that's more that's what they're trying to that's why I feel like these all right conspiracy theory Tom you know I love these moments I I really feel like. These corporations are slowly trying to starve Netflix. You see how Disney's Taking pulling away shit. The juice, yeah. Disney's pulling shit. NBC's pulling shit. What's gonna stop these other companies from pulling shit, bro? What if ABC starts pulling shit? What if these anime companies be like, nah, fuck out of here. We pulling our shit too. What else? Netflix gonna have original content, of course, but how many original shows on Netflix do you watch? that Netflix produces on their own that you watch. How many? What? Orange is the New... Let's see. We could do Orange is the New Black. Black Mirror. What else? I can think of what? Ozark? I feel... Uh, there's a few... Uh, and Black Mirror has a few... Has a few things going on, too. Right. Um, any any of the their movies like some of their movies I watch anime personally so there's like maybe four but no five, no, no but produced by Netflix oh, oh Netflix originals Netflix originals how many Netflix anime they have some like two Netflix okay so if animes. you take all of the subscriptions and all of the deals they wouldn't have much yeah they would they, they would just starve. started producing not that long ago so yeah they would start catalog isn't yeah they would start. It was and an the, easy death. And this is, I think that's the way they're going. They they really trying to get Netflix the fuck out of here. Cause they've been they've been <laughs> running they've been running a block for so fucking long. And now that Hollywood is getting hit to it, like they not having that shit. Once they realize how much money that these, once they realize how much money Netflix was making off of their content, hell yeah, no, give me my shit back, bro. You wildin'. Are you making a hundred and something million dollars off of a show that we produce? Hell no. Give me my shit back right now. Give it to me. You could do whatever you want, but this shit is mine. So I don't I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I'm 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 feeling a little I I like Netflix. I like what they've done. I like what they do, but I really feel like they're getting starved out. So that's my conspiracy theory. Netflix is getting starved out. I don't know how long it'll last. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna be good with my anime because that's all I really go. But and for. and that's and that's what sucks for me because I watch a handful of shows, and by handful I mean like five. And none of them are anime. No, I don't really. I don't watch anime as heavily as you do. I watch The Office. I watch. I watch The Office. I watch. What the fuck else? I forgot. See, I don't even know. Well, right now I'm watching Blacklist. The Office Blacklist. I'll watch some other shit that I can't think of right now. But, yeah. Netflix is getting starved out, man. I don't know. Um, I don't know. But I'm very interested in the streaming wars. Um, 
quick shout out to Meek Mill. He's the co-owner of Lids now. I just want to. I applaud, but I want to keep the show going. <laughs> he knows what I mean. Congratulations, Meek Mill. I, I, went to your, I went to your store when I was in high school. Yo, yeah, man. Liz dubbed me too. Fuck out of here, Liz. But shout out to Meek Mill. He's been on a tear since he came home for jail. He's been on his, his social justice shit, trying to get prison reform going. Now he's the co-owner of Liz. I just wanted to do a very, very, very brief shout out to Meek Mill. Um, shout out to you, beloved. I love everything you're doing. Give niggas a discount because we applied and Liz said fuck out of here so shout out to Meek Mill now music let's do music now for those that know me I am a very very big Freddie Gibbs fan right Freddie Gibbs is one of my favorite rappers I gotta get him on the show Gibbs what's up dog (laughs) yeah yo if I get get on the show bro shout out to Freddie Gibbs Freddie Gibbs is one of my favorite rappers. I he is the one, he's one of the few musical acts that I will say that I'm a fan of. Now, you know, usually during this portion of the show, I give reviews of what's out. In this case, with Freddie Gibbs and Mad Libs Project Bandana, I am completely biased. So I'm not gonna give an in-depth review because this shit is fire. And I don't yeah. I don't want to taint y'all opinion with my opinion but your opinion is that it's fire it's fucking fire flame emoji yes flame emoji three flame I I will take it a step further and say album of the year oh you're biased three flame emojis and a strong arm and a strong arm and and a 100 emoji and the 100 emoji so I will say that on that because Freddie Gibbs is one of my favorite rappers and I'm not going to you know lie to y'all and say that you know it's whatever. This shit's fucking flames from top to bottom. I've been listening to it nonstop. So, yeah. Shout out to Bandana. I've also took a leap and listened to the Chris Brown Project Indigo, which is like 37 tracks. Oh, wow. And I will admit that it's decent. It's decent. 36, tra- 36 decent tracks? Is this I, I wouldn't say all of it is decent, but a good chunk of it is decent. Now, I have my own issues with quantity over quality, but that's neither here nor there. He did a decent thing. He did. He put out a decent project. It's more good songs on this project than bad songs. So if you got like four hours to burn, listen to the Chris Brown Project Indigo. It's decent. And um, yeah, man, that's I. I don't want to say anything else because I don't want to feel like I've shitted on him because we shit on Chris Brown a lot here. But I'm going to give credit with credit's due. This is a decent project. But I will shit on Daniel Caesar's new album. Daniel Caesar put out an album. I don't remember. Case Study is the name of his album. This shit is fucking garbage. It's fucking garbage. And that is karma for him saying the goofy shit he said a couple of months ago, which I can't remember because it was so fucking goofy. But the new Daniel Caesar project is fucking garbage. But... Outside of all of that, go listen to Bandana. Shout out to Freddie Gibbs. Shout out to Mad Lib. Shout out to the whole movement. Freddie Gibbs is... Yo, listen, real quick. This Pusha T has a fucking... The Pusha T verse on a song called Palm Olive is one of the hardest verses I've heard all year. I I, I know I'm biased, but please, go listen. That Pusha T verse is some of the hardest fucking shit I've heard all year. 
Like, goddamn. Lead it to Pusha. So shout out to Pusha T. Shout out to um, Mad Lib. Shout out to Freddie Gibbs. And I think that's it, man. Let me just double check. Make sure I'm not forgetting anything. Um, yeah, I think that's everything. Yo, Boondocks, hurry up back because we need y'all realness. And um, yeah, I think that's it. So how the fuck we in this shit? Yeah, follow show on everything. Instagram for the stress underscore podcast. Follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash 4kj. Follow El Capitan on Instagram at Frankie Metals. Follow the dojo on Instagram at the do at the dojo JC. Follow a celestial goddess on IG for your holistic healing. Follow at Ivy Tico for your herbal needs. Make sure y'all listen to Frankie Metals, the thrill that's still out. Shout out to Book Jefferson, his uh. Big Mood Talk is still out. Uh, yeah, so tell a friend to tell a friend. Make sure y'all like, rate, review, subscribe, all of that good shit like that there. And um, water for the stress. Absolutely. What would you say before? It's the balance, fire, and water. Put some more water in your diet. Cleanse yourself. Leave you should, them fucking cigarettes alone. You should drink a lot of water. Period. Drink, Drink a shitload of water. Fiji preferably Preferably I don't know I can't preferably. say words Preferably Fiji Preferably Fiji Or alkaline water alkaline. You gotta like that Stick to alkaline Shout out Dr. Sebi Shout out <laughs> Shout out Dr. Sebi Shout out Trader Joe's Y'all be safe Y'all be safe